The views expressed on the following broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Take 12 Recovery Radio, the world's original recovery talk and positive music radio program. Today on the show, a brand new co-host, Mr. Anthony P. will be sharing his experience, strength, and hope on the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Just don't drink, walk, walk if you're ready. This is the place. Uh-oh. I am who I am, not part of the past. Give a little taste of saving grace. Welcome. Welcome. Come on in, my friend. This is the place. This is the place. KHLT Recovery Broadcasting and the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Broadcasting to you and for you from the outskirts of beautiful downtown Albany, Oregon, here in the Pacific Northwest, the world's oldest and original recovery talk and positive music radio station, broadcasting to you and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. On the show this week is not only my good friend, but he happens to be my godson as well. See, we're keeping it in the family, Denver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anthony P. is uh, is with us. Uh, we have, in fact, you're going to get to see him if you're on YouTube. There he is, right there, sitting next to Denver. Wave, Anthony. That's Anthony. And uh, we're welcoming aboard as our brand new co-host. Uh, Marv and Margie are enjoying life in Klamath Falls, Oregon. They are. I saw a post from them. Yeah. 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 They're having a good time up there. I guess it's snowing up there right now, right? Probably. I saw snow on Nendare Hills over there (laughs) in yonder town. Yeah. I don't like the snow. I like snow when it's not messy. I like them on postcards. Yes. I like the, I like the snow that you go and you play in, right. and then you go home where there's no snow. Yeah, where it's warm yeah. and nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's very very cool. Um, and so we wish them well. We we were uh, calculating it out. Marv had been with us about eight years, and uh, and Margie a little over a year, uh, and then they got hitched. See what happens? Oh, something yeah. something happened. Yeah, yeah, they got hitched and uh, moved to Klamath Falls. So. There you go. And so we welcome we welcome Anthony. It's good to have you here, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm 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 blessed to be here. Yeah, it's it, it's very cool. It's a long time coming. Should have been here a long time ago. Well. But you know, <laughs> never late than never late, never God God's never, timing. Yeah. Never late than God's never. God's timing. No, never God's <laughs> timing. Never how's that go? Never I don't know. I'm confused. We are better by, late than never. <laughs> better late than <laughs> never. That's right. Uh, all right. Oh. And, and 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 by the way, this is KHLT Recovery Broadcasting and the Take Twelve Recovery Radio Show, home of Cecil the Golden Gnome. There he is, right there. Oh uh, yeah, Cecil the Golden Gnome. Yep. Yeah. There he is. There he is. And uh, as is common, uh, you know, we start out our shows. Usually, Cecil has something to say about something. Stop! Right there. Uh-oh. Because it's time for the Monty Man's Weekly Wine, mm. where he whippers and whines and complains about things he has no power over. <laughs> it's all right. You're safe now. Oh. 
Thank you, Cecil. <laughs> I'm not happy. This is the Monty Man. This is going to be a wine, wine isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 So you know how I have no problem throwing restaurants under the bus. Amen. Name included. All right. Big Town Hero. Oh. Okay. Here you go. This is Big, Big Town, Town Hero in downtown Albany, Oregon. Now, there's one in the Heritage Mall, or I'm sorry, the the Heritage Ghost Town. <laughs> yeah. I don't right. know why that place stays open. I mean, there's nothing in there. Except I know, for, huh? Except Empty for space. Senior citizens <laughs> that still think they're teenagers going to people watch. And that's it. Right. That's all. Speed, speed walkers. Yes, they yeah, come in there. Yeah, they come in there. Yeah, they do. Um, so, Big Town Hero. Big town hero so it's not reflective of the town obviously because this is a small town so big goes with hero it's a sub shop right sub is short for what what is sub short for submarine submarine sandwiches subway right yeah subway sandwiches Sub is submarine sandwiches. Did Submarines? you stay up all night on this? One? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. But I'm I'm three weeks on a four step on it. <laughs> oh, uh. submarines are big, right? Sub sandwiches are big. They're known to be big, large and in hoagies, charge. large and in charge, right? Well, Big Town Hero, thank you very much. No longer has a foot long sub. They only have one size. It's six inches. That's it. You can't have a sub sandwich at six inches. That's because they want you to buy two. Yeah. For the price. Yeah. For, for the price. It's a, it's a double thing. Yeah. It's evil is yeah. what it is. And, and so, okay, so so that's not all, though. There's more. Oh, but it wait. Get, there's it get, more. It gets better. It does. It gets better. It does. Um your mic's a little hot there. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, so you go into the submarine sandwich, the big town hero, and order a turkey sub. I'm sorry, but we're out of meat. Holy cow! Okay, okay. can I have this? can I have a cheese sub? I'm sorry, we're out of bread. Then close your doors. If you don't have the main ingredients for what you sell, close the doors. Now, excuse me. This has happened to you? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Close the doors. I have a hard time not laughing out loud. We don't have meat. We don't have bread. It's like a bad Monty Python sketch. Right. Do you have any cheese? <laughs> no, we're deliberately wasting we, your time. We have lettuce, and it's wilted. <laughs> well, they, I guess they had onion bread. Who eats that stuff anyway? I guess some people do. Uh, but that's uh, it. I, I have occasionally. But yeah, yeah, but I, it's I a like submarine sandwich right. shop. <laughs> that's horrible. Jeez. All right. That's, that's a good Actually, one. I like that. That's, that's legit. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. So I wonder why they don't have those things. Is it because of that big ship that's like turned sideways in the? Canal? We'd like to blame it on that, but I don't know. Or, or, or is it just because somebody didn't uh, bad order, management order real well? <laughs> well, in this economy, why are you? Why do you have staff members there? Why are you open paying people when you can't even sell the product that you right, why don't you right. close early? That's 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 too much. Uh, right, overhead killing you. <sighs> Wow. Don't even get me started on Subway. <laughs> it's bread. They, they have bread. And the lots, meatballs and are only the size of, of my pinky now. Yeah. They have a lot of a whole lot of bread. So I, I have another wine. <laughs> another one? That, well, nothing, something else I am powerless over. All right. People that give hell the credit for positive accomplishments. Can I get a hell yeah? I've got three years sober. No, I will not give hell the credit. I'll give you a heaven, yeah. Right. I, Why do wow. I want to give hell the credit? And I, I've been posting this back. I won't give hell the credit for your sobriety, but I'd love to give heaven the credit. Why are you giving hell the credit? I've never heard that. 
Oh yeah. Oh, can I get yeah. a hell yeah? Oh, can hell I get a hell yeah? Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Well, hell I've never yeah. I've never heard somebody say, "Can I get a hell yeah?" in a in a meeting. Anyways. Oh, it's all over Facebook all the time. Can I get a hell yeah? Twenty four years clean. I'm, no. Hashtag. Oh, that one that one sticks in my side. Like, <laughs> especially when, especially when people that are my age or older are using that. I'm like, right. like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know when that came around. Hashtag, like, it, it means it, nothing it, to it, me. It, it, it had to have been a teenager <laughs> who was like, hashtag, and I'm like, yeah, it means. I'm a, I'm a grown person. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but we're playing adult games now. Why do right. you, no Why hashtag. do you want to give hell the credit? I just I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I guess probably that that's just something people say and they don't even realize what they're saying. Um, I don't know. You know, who knows? But here's and I, and here's my third one. A and if third, anybody if anybody's done line. this, I'm not picking on. Yes, I am picking on you. <laughs> I have never done this. I am sure, though, that I've done way worse. <laughs> so um, this is just a, a, oh, a bone of contention with me. I may have done why it. people who claim to be born again Christians, and I'm one of them, and believe me, I'm not a perfect one by any means. But this is my weekly wine. <laughs> so, people that claim to be born again Christians that repost memes with profanity in them. You know. I've been a little guilty of that occasionally, and I try to take out the one word because I appreciate the message, but they added the profanity, and I don't. Well, understand. I'm kind of being a stinker right I, now. I, I I I am guilty of that as well. Yes, I, as, I, as, I, as I of the other day, because because I I I still I still uh, I still entertain the. Uh, the, the man from before, oftentimes with without. No. With, <laughs> oh, nicely like, spoken. I like the way you said with, that. With, Very nicely with, without, spoken. Without uh, without a drink, but uh, <laughs> who needs a drink? Uh, right? it, it's still there, huh? And, and uh, I still find things like that funny, and I don't know why. And it's probably because there's something lack. I do know why. It's because there's something lacking in my spiritual part of my program. And uh, that's a that's something that I that I know will be an ongoing thing for the rest of my life that yes. will always need progress. Well, and if and and if you conquer it, something else will pop up. Right, 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 on, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, thank, yeah. hey, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for that. I appreciate you that. Under the oh, bus, yeah. man. <laughs> Did you guys see that? It oh, hit, look, a bus, Anthony. I, I know. It, well, it hits home. I, it I hits don't. Home. I, I I guess I don't. I I really I'm 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 being a little overly ouchy there i'm 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 kind of being naughty but but the deal of it is i i it's not so much the softer stuff but when it gets really harsh which you didn't do but you know when it's those heavy duty profane words and the guy's talking about what a wonderful bible study he just went to and the next is a meme that's reposted that says you know I'm not even. I can't even say. It. I don't want to say it. You right, know, right. Uh, it's it's giving a direction to do something to somebody, and oh. and I'm like, what? No, no wonder they call us infidels. I, I mean, mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense to me. It, it's it goes along the same lines of why do we have people of faith posting pictures of themselves at Bible studies with. Five or six glass, uh, five or six bottles of wine sitting oh. on their coffee table yeah. with their Bibles opened up, and they all look like they're three sheets to the wind. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. But then again, who am I? I'm just the guy that's complaining about stuff that he's powerless over, right? <laughs> You're the guy behind the mic. <laughs> okay, so uh, you can send your emails to take12radio at comcast.net. Of course, we got to balance it out, and right? And now it's time for the Monty Man's weekly win because we have to say something positive. Oh, my. I know. Thank you, Cecil. <clears throat> okay. I have to tell you. How I, did the win come about again? The win came about because of somebody who, believe it or not, it, it was suggested by somebody that probably whines more than anybody that I know. 
uh, a co-worker of somebody that I'm very close to. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I remember how it came about. Yeah. And, and she and my wife thought that, you know, if I'm going to whine about something, I got to I got to balance it out and have something to to, you know, be thankful for something to have a win about. Right. Yes. Like a balanced inventory. Yeah. Like a balanced inventory. <laughs> it's nice to level. It's nice to level out. <laughs> yeah. But I have to, I, I will I will say and I will go ahead and lay under my own bus here. I I whine way more than I win. That's one of my character defects that I don't like having taken away because it's fun to whine. I think I think we all struggle with that because it's you know. Oh, I'm not struggling. I love it. <laughs> it's no struggle. It's no struggle at all. <laughs> no, my, but I think we do. My precious. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that. We'll keep that. So yesterday, yesterday of course was the celebration, the, the ultimate celebration of life, right? Absolutely. Uh, where the Christian faith celebrated the resurrection of the God who is God, Jesus Christ. Uh, and his resurrection from the dead and and uh, uh, churches uh, all over the world, you know, were, were celebrating this. And I, I have to tell you, uh, we, we went up to, Marsha and I went up to uh, Newburgh, Oregon, where our son, uh, Colin, our youngest boy, is the worship pastor up there. And he was leading worship. And I mean, it, it was nothing short than anointed i mean it, it wasn't the biggest service in the world it wasn't the fanciest it didn't have the whistles and bells that some churches have when they put on productions you know but it moved me in a way that i've never been moved and it wasn't just because i was proud of colin right it, it was the way that god worked in that service and the way he used colin and his voice it it was just, it blew my mind. I had tears rolling down my face through the entire worship service. Um, and it, like I said, it was more than just father pride in his son. You know what I mean? There was something going on spiritually there. Uh, of course, it was very moving. That You know, the most important event in the history of man we're celebrating there, still in a country that is um, still free to do that. And, th and that's a privilege in and of Absolutely. itself. Uh, and so then I was reflecting on our oldest son, who is like the lead custodian guy for the Oregon, uh, or Oregon State Police is one of the buildings that he works at. Uh, and his tender heart and his wife's tender heart towards those who are hurting and who are less fortunate and are dealing with life controlling issues and things that um, a lot of people just don't want to spend the time helping or even feeling compassion for and they're just very compassionate and show the love of, of Christ uh, on a regular basis to their friends that aren't necessarily living for God but they their Jesus was skin on anyway you know mm -hmm. and isn't that really um, really the ultimate call uh, of God in our life to you know Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Who's your neighbor, they asked. You know, well, guess what? It's everyone. And so it, it was just a day of, I was just beaming all day long. And that's definitely a win. That that overrides any wine that a guy could have. It really does. There you go. I like to wine because it's fun. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? And, it, and it's easy. We it's we, easy we to whine way too much, but I, giving blessings to wonderful. Yeah, but Denver, you're you're you, you've kind of taught me how to whine well. Well, I should. <laughs> I, I got a lot of them in life. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, Anthony's going to share his experience, strength, and hope. Um, they said he ought to be dead at 18 years of age, right, Anthony? Uh, yeah, I was 13 when, when the doctor When they said told that. you that? Yeah. yeah, and we're going to find... I think. I think I was around 13, yeah. Yeah. What a what a heavy load to lay on a 13-year-old. You know, yeah, yeah you're not going to make it past your 18th birthday. Sorry, buddy. Uh, but we're going to be talking about why that happened and why that... What the heck are you doing here now? How old are you now? I'm 30, 36. 36? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, so something's up. So we'll be back. Don't go away. This is the You're listening to the world's original recovery talk and positive music radio program, the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show on KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Hey, greetings, recovery family. It's me, the Monty Man. Because of the generous folks at Potomatic, Take 12 Recovery Radio is now able to reach literally thousands of people seeking recovery from drug and alcohol addiction. Addiction is the number one health crisis in our world today, and recovery from active addiction gets the least amount of attention due to stigma. Now, with the help of Potomatic, we are able to break that stigma and focus on the solution that is recovery more effectively than ever before. So, from all of us here at KHLT and the Take 12 Recovery Radio Shows, we give a hearty thank you to the staff at Potomatic. To subscribe free to our podcast, visit us at www.take12recoveryradio.podomatic.com. That's take, the number 12, recoveryradio.podomatic.com. Thank you, Podomatic, and God bless you. To join the world's largest directory of independent podcasters, visit www.podomatic.com. Welcome back to the show. You've tuned in to Take 12 Recovery Radio, the great reality. And the great reality is just this, that now we have a host of friends that we cannot compare to others uh, that have lived with the same malady that we have and the same solution. Uh, and I'm, I'm referring to those of us who are brothers and sisters within our 12-step fellowships and our recovery communities. And, and one of those people is sitting across from me, Anthony P., uh, who is uh, not only a dear friend, uh, a lifelong friend, but also a Martianized godson, and uh, now our newest co-host here at Take 12 Recovery Radio. And, and it's interesting because the way you and I met was through addiction, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. we didn't use together. Not together. But <laughs> you and your stepdad, uh, I mean, me and your stepdad, right? He he actually came to work for me. Right. Um, selling air purification machines. They were really vacuum cleaners. Uh, <laughs> Best vacuum cleaner oh, in the world. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the Felter Queen Majestic with the cyclonic action. Now everybody has cyclonic he, action. He, but, sold, he sold you. Yeah, well, he was really good at <laughs> he, it. Though. He was he was an amazing salesman. He was an yeah. amazing salesman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, um, and 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 I was I was attempting to stay clean and sober, but the stress of the job, I needed to go get a Daniel fix once in a while and get stoned, and I wasn't a pothead. <laughs> but for some reason, when I was around him, not you, but <laughs> right, I, I Daniel, um, it was like, oh, if I must. Right. It was just weird. But Daniel and I became very, very close. Right. And, uh, y- you know, we did. Even in in our dysfunction, we became very, very close friends. And he passed away due to complications because of abuse and also his diabetes and, and some other things. Um, but Anthony was just a little tyke. I don't know how old you were when I, I was, I was about, I think seven or eight, maybe nine. Yeah. Ten at the latest. Right. When you first, uh, you first, uh, laid eyes on this handsome, gorgeous man. Oh my goodness sakes. Yeah. <laughs> Before you appeared. Uh. <laughs> and every holiday season, I'd go out to their, their, their ranch house out of Millersburg and paint their windows with pumpkins and yeah festive things festive things that and awesome and, and do do that kind of stuff uh and the last time i ever used i was sitting on their porch i didn't use out there but i ended up there um just paranoid out of my ever-loving mind and you know when you're when you're that freaked out and you think everybody and everything including the angels in heaven are following you <laughs> which i thought Right, mm-hmm. they were all driving white cars, and they were following me. 
Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and uh, if you drop a giant jar of spiders, it'll freak you out. And I did that on their porch. Because his brother was collecting these spiders. Oh, yeah, that was... Oh, true story. Right? And then the light went out on the porch <laughs> right after I dropped the spiders. Yeah, it was one of those wonderful so, stories. So, so my biggest... One of my biggest fears... I have, I have two huge fears. Heights. And yeah. spiders. And spiders. <laughs> and so my brothers think... Because we're brothers, right? Yeah. I beat on him. He found other ways to get back at me. He collected he was, spiders. He, he, was, he was short and fat, and I was skinny and faster than him, and he would collect these spiders for days in this jar and even if they're dead i don't like them you know I, I, they're just creepy right man. they're 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 they have no reason to live in my opinion and he would collect them in the jar and then when when he had had enough of me you know being the big brother then he yeah he'd wait until i was in the shower or something and then go whoop oh that <laughs> is so wrong <laughs> oh i know I know. So yeah, that is so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember that day. Yeah, though. yeah. This, I, this, I don't remember what I had for breakfast, but I remember things. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. Um, but but anyway, this isn't my story. This is your story. Right. So so you're beeping, you're be bopping along life, and uh, I re I remember very well. You didn't walk quite as straight as you do today. No. There were some complications going on. So what what was going on, bud? Uh, so, um, first off, thank you for yeah. the invitation to be on your show. Absolutely, uh, this is this is a, what a blessing it is to be here. Oh, first off, and uh, and none of this would be possible without my higher power, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and and, and the gift that He has given me through the programs, uh, you know, my sobriety sure. today, and uh, that's what I have is today. Anyway, so um, so as a kid, uh. My parents split, and my mom either was involved with with the man Daniel that we speak of uh, right. before they split, and or just chose to run away with him. And as she did, she took us kids with him and moved us out into the middle of be bum, you know. Yeah, somewhere. and uh, it and I, I at the age of about thirteen ish. Because uh, I started having problems walking, mm -hmm. and my 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 dexterity was getting off. I I could never I couldn't do my own signature. I was shaking so bad. Um, at 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 the house we uh, everybody had glasses, and I had a plastic cup, you know, because I would because you tend to drop them. I, and... I, I would I couldn't hold on to it. Yeah. Um. And so after oh I don't know six or seven you know specialist visits and stuff. I go in and uh, a neurologist looks at me and he goes, well, he goes, I've got some news, you know, you, you have essential tremors. And I'm like, okay, you know, and it I was like essential tremors. What's essential about my tremors? You know, I don't, mm. I don't need them, you know? And mm -hmm. so, you know, I took the word literally. Yeah. And anyway, so he, uh, he said, but usually this isn't a condition that happens early in life. It's usually later, like in your eighties. And he goes, and you have maybe 10 years after that to live when, you, when you've been diagnosed. And I go, wow. and he goes, so you'll be lucky if you make it to your 18th birthday. Now, before that, uh, so there's the saying, the family that prays together stays together. Mm -hmm. uh, my family was the family that choked together, choked together. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, there was a cloud. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm not saying that to badmouth my family because right. I, I love them, all of them. Um, so at that point when I heard, okay, so I'm 13, 18, I got five years left. All right, well then I'm going to do everything that's fun mm. that people said would kill me because I've only got so long left anyways. So, so I did. And... Became very heavily addicted. Uh, labeled fun. Well, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, and uh, 18 came and went. Uh, almost lost the complete ability to walk. Um, 19 came and went. 20, I'm in my mid-20s. And uh, yeah, ended up getting life flighted to OHSU because I had uh, collapsed and they had found me. And that I had my first 
they call it a brain surgery, but they just drilled a hole in my head and drained some fluid. So, and then there's a whole slew of surgeries after that. But uh, before that, uh, I was. Didn't I show up to your house high? Oh yeah, yeah. I th- more than once. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I just, I'm just looking for, and I, th- I was pr- probably just looking for a couple of bucks every time. But uh, usually, and uh, I, I remember. You took me to a to a meeting. I'm not sure if it was an AA meeting or not, but you took me to a meeting, and uh, I felt so uncomfortable because I was stoned out of my. I had been up for about five days, mm-hmm. and so I knew that if I went over to Monty's and I was obviously like, you know, coked out of my mind, mm-hmm. he was going to be like, "You need some sleep," and you know, and I knew he would, you know. I, I didn't know if he would take me to a, a treatment facility, but I didn't want that. I, was, I wasn't done yet. And so I, I knew if I smoked some weed, then I would be at least able to sit still yeah. for a while. So I go in there and uh, to this meeting, and I'm stoned out of my mind. And these old men are talking, and they're not talking to each other. They're talking at me. And I'm told to sit down and shut up and that, uh, that they that I have nothing that, they, that they're looking for. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, so this is, this is what it's like. So much love. I'm like, I don't want this. And so (laughs) I, so much love. And and it's, I mean, I'm not sure I I would have wanted it if it, if it would have been, you know, (laughs) oh, we love you, you know, uh, but, uh, I wasn't ready yet. It it wasn't the, the most loving (laughs) group of people within that particular fellowship that's ever existed. Yeah. Still to this day. But, you know, there's a wide variety of meetings, <laughs> but, right? But still to <laughs> but, this day. I, re- I remember what one of the men in that room said to me that day. Mm. He goes, you're not ready. Mm. He goes, but we'll be here when you are. Wow. Well, if you ever get to that point before you die. Mm-hmm. And that stuck with me, you know. And so, yeah, I don't know. Where did I leave off? Uh, went down a rabbit hole. So you went to the meeting. You were, you you just. Oh yeah. Okay. So I went to the meeting. Um, and uh, we and I I left and and I, I believe I believe I asked you if you would help me and you're like, yep, I'll I'll I'll, I'll walk you through the program, kind of like a a sponsy sponsorship type deal. And, right. And and you're like, okay, come back tomorrow. And uh, I thought tomorrow meant like four or five years later, apparently, because. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> fell off the face of the friggin' planet there for a minute and yeah. went up to Portland and got in some, some trouble up there again. And, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, bounced back and forth between the shelters here in, in Albany and right. a couple in Corvallis and Salem and, you know. Uh, I didn't, I always felt like a victim, mm. but I wasn't aware that I was... I was the perpetrator and, and, and not so much on everybody else. Cause I, I did care about people. Yeah. I, I, I did hurt people. I'm not saying I didn't, but the person that I was victimizing the most was myself. Yeah. Cause I was lying to myself anyway. So fast forward a little bit and, uh, I collapsed in the middle of the road. I believe in Corvallis cause I was staying at the shelter over there, uh, community outreach. The one behind Napa Auto Parts and that? Uh, yeah, over by the Foster Farms Corn Dog Bridge and Corn Dog Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll never eat a corn dog again from there. But, um, <laughs> so uh, that's not true. I did this the other day. Uh, but anyway, that's so. That's uh, how we are. Yeah. <laughs> I, kept, I caught myself. So, um, I, so I ended up being uh, taken to the hospital and it was the emergency room and. The emergency room doctor go, uh, had, uh, she, she, she goes, I'm just going to run some tests on you because I think I know what's wrong with you. And next thing you know, I'm waking up at OHSU and they've, they're telling me, all right, you need to have brain surgery right now. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we don't have time to explain. And, and I'm like, what? Wow. And, and so that was my first uh, surgery. And after, after that, uh, I was like, I was able to walk again. The pressure on my head had been relieved. They drained the fluid off my brain, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I, uh, I went back to what I knew, you know, which was 
getting what I can get from you yeah. with giving as little as I can have mm. to to get it. And uh, I don't even know how long after I ended up needing another s- surgery. Mm-hmm. Same neurosurgeon, some of the same neuro team. This because time, the fluid had built back yeah, up again? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently I was supposed to go back for a, a six-month follow-up. Yeah. And I just heard you're better now. And right. so I went back to what I was doing. And so I, I, I wake up again in, mm-hmm. in a recovery room from brain surgery. This time they put a catheter into, the, into my brain that drains the fluid off and wiggles and tickles and jiggles inside my tummy until it goes to where, wherever it goes to drain. Right. And uh, I, I, I will never forget what the doctor said to me. And he goes, this is twice now you've escaped death. And this is a man, mind you, that does not believe in God. Right. He goes, I would not tempt God a third time. Wow. He goes, you need to decide whether or not you want to live or die. That's a man you want to listen to, and, right? And, and, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he goes, he goes, because as of this surgery, you have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of surgery that have been done on you. He goes, and that's not even counting the time of all of the the doctors and you know mm-hmm. nurses and stuff and he goes so you have a decision to make he goes because the next time you wind up in my operating room and with your condition there will be a next time he goes you're not done he goes i will have you tested and if you test positive for any illegal substances then i will have you shipped to another hospital because i have the right to refuse service wow and he goes in the likelihood of you making it to another facility alive if you end up on my operating table he goes then you're just spinning the wheel of luck yeah so um at that point i was like okay cool i'll uh i'll go on the marijuana maintenance program and uh did you tell him that no no of course not of course not i was like (laughs) well i i don't know i mean in today's world there's a lot of doctors co-signing that baloney well yeah. yeah i mean yeah so i uh I, I dabbled a little bit with, with, with some cocaine after that, and but I, alcohol was always a part of my story. Because I'm, I'm a chicken, you know. Uh, if I'm going to do anything beyond, uh, you know, smoking a little bit of weed, mm-hmm. I, I, need some, I need some campfire fuel to, to give me the courage to do that. But once, once, right. the, once that liquor is in me, then I'm like... <laughs> And 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 that's many of our stories. We got to get the yeah. booze in, yeah, yeah, to to get us lubricated enough, yeah. or to Game's drop on. our values right, enough, right, to do the next wrong thing. And so, uh, I uh, did did the the maintenance program for a while, and uh, ended up uh, at uh, whew, yeah having another surgery. Um, and this time he's like, all right, into treatment. Mm-hmm. So I went into treatment and uh, I think the last time I completed treatment, on the, that that's when I count my sobriety date. I, I, haven't, I, drank, I didn't drink before then, but I didn't count that because somebody that came into the treatment facility told me, he goes, you can't count your time in a treatment facility if, if you don't have access to alcohol and drugs. Which we did if we wanted to, but he goes, you count it from the day you graduate and you leave. Mm. So the day, it, the day I left treatment and have not had a drink since. Sorry. In. 28 days will be 10 years ago. Wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I, and I've, a lot of things have happened since then, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've had a, had a brain surgery that was uh, not done by the same, same doctor, and they just went in, they kind of just, I, they opened up my head and closed me up. And uh, then I went back for the follow-up this time. What were they doing? Just checking things out? Or? Well, no. It, there was – my body was failing again. Oh, like, okay. Like before. And This they, is in your sobriety? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a new neurosurgeon, and uh, he uh, he calls me in for my checkup, and, and he scolds me. And he's like, you know, we did a useless surgery on you. That's hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, down the tubes for nothing. 
And he goes, I have a good mind to send you back to your original neurosurgeon. And I'm like, it's not like I'm like, hey, give me a brain surgery. Right. You know, I'm like, <laughs> like, and I don't want a new person playing with my brain every time I need a surgery. I'd rather. And so I went back to the, went back home. Yeah. And then before my follow up with, you know, my original neurosurgeon taken back up there and uh, there was a, a part that was clogged in my shunt and, oh. and could have killed me. Wow. So, you know, uh, at no fault of your own. No, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, it, it's, it's just like any other piece of equipment, you know, right. it needs, it needs maintenance and overhauled every yeah. now and then. And so, um, yeah, I think I'm going on, uh, almost, almost two and a half years with sense of surgery. Uh huh. Uh huh. And yeah. So now at, at what point you gained an enormous amount of weight, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was almost, I was, I was pushing 300. Yeah. Yeah. How co- was that part of your condition no, that caused it, or did no. you just start pigging out? I was, I was taking. Okay, so I couldn't walk after that. So I had my gallbladder out, right, and then I had that that surgery that was a a, a mess up, and then a follow up surgery after that to fix the mess up. And uh, apparently, your body's not meant to have anesthesia in it at all in the mm-hmm. first place. Our mm-hmm. bodies were never built for that, right, but. It's definitely not meant to have that much in that short a time. And so my body just kind of went like and geeked out and like forgot everything. Wow. And so I had to, I think I was not able to walk without a walker for almost eight months. My goodness. And so, uh, but I did find comfort in food. And so I just kind of sat and ate and felt mm. sorry for myself because, you know. So you're not getting any exercise right, and you're right. just eating like crazy. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's why I got fat. Thanks for bringing that up, by the way. Great time. Well, you look great, that. though. Yeah. I mean, you, you lost. You I mean, look thank great you. Thank you. No. How, did you lo- <laughs> how did you lose it, though? You started uh, doing stuff, right? So I, I went to, uh, I was on a medication that I should have never been on that actually helped me plump up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Um, so I went and saw, a, a, got a second opinion, and the, that doctor said, no, you need to stop taking that medication. I stopped taking that medication, started feeling a little bit better. Uh, I have amazing doctors and physical therapists and stuff that have set it up to where I have a gym membership at low cost to me, and I have amazing insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, you know, I started going to the gym at least you know three four times a week right um i i made it a point to where i i wasn't eating to get full I right would, i was eating to okay i've got enough to sustain me you know just gotcha. you know portion control was a big deal for me and movement you know right. actually getting out and moving and uh part of that was uh i uh because I have the brain surgeries and everything, I qualify for Special Olympics. And so oh, okay. I, I started bowling and golfing. And uh, I like to bowl a little bit. I, I love to golf. Golf is my favorite. But uh, I, I I did golf later. And, right. Uh, so bowling required less walking. And that that's the part that I liked. Because, you know, before... Because golf, there's a lot of walking. Right. It's, right. it's yeah. a lot of walking. Yeah. And uh, so get a cart. Yeah. Yeah. Those are expensive. Yeah, but see people like people like me and him, then we'd never walk. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You gotta get out of the cart. So and then uh let's see. So then they um they brought in uh power lifting mm. as a as a sport in, in my area and I was right. like I wonder if I could do that. Mm. I wonder. You know, because yeah. in Anthony's head, Anthony can't do anything. Mm. Anthony's already de- defeated. Yeah. You know, he, he self-defeated a long time ago. Yeah. But I had that, I wonder if I could do that. And so I started going to the gym regularly. I met with the trainer. I paid for individual training sessions with the trainer. Went to my lifting practices. And, uh, you know, uh, and before I knew it, I was I was slimming down. And I was toning up, and I was like, "I like this. Mm. I like this a lot. Yeah, it's, it's working. Now. It, yeah, it, it's working." And I was, yeah, and I know shouldn't be my motivation, but I was noticing that I was being noticed. 
It's hard not to though, because right, yes. right, right. Yeah. And, well, and, and, and and when a girl goes like this, <laughs> and, and then and then you, and then you go like this, and she's like, no, and I'm like, so what? Are you, oh, oh, so oh, so if okay. you're not if you're not watching on YouTube, he's doing the up and down thing with the eyes, right? Check, right. Checking you out from top right, to bottom. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I forget that there's people that no, can't see. No, that's okay. Me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and so that was that was a motivation at first, you know, right. as I was getting attention that I wasn't getting before. Yeah. And then I found a, a lift in, in, in the competitions that I, I'm good at mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. And it's the deadlift. Um, you know, I, I, I did all three lifts, the bench press, the back squat, and the deadlift. But my the deadlift is my favorite because I went from doing about 100 and 10 pounds to my max that I maxed out at before COVID shut competition down was 300. Wow. And to pick 300 pounds up off the ground and, <laughs> and watch the reactions of people around you that are like, what? Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that, that made me feel like, okay, this is it. And, yeah. uh, yeah. And then COVID hit and they shut it down yeah. right before my competition. So. Oh man. So I got depressed and went back to eating and stuff. But now I'm I'm working on getting back to where I was and yeah. getting back in the gym and the 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 part that I I need to always remember that uh no matter what happens, you know, whether it's uh a death of a loved one, mm-hmm. uh, another brain surgery, having to learn how to walk, talk and feed myself again, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing, nothing none of that's going to get solved or fixed mm-hmm. by taking a drink Bam. or using a substance mm-hmm. to try and, you know, forget. Because after after that substance leaves my body, right. all my problems are there, plus whatever problems I created sure. while I was under the influence. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and... I'd like to say I was never the guy who cr- created any problems when he was using. But <laughs> I stole, I robbed. I, I mean, so you you actually uh, became at least locally a bit of a celebrity. Uh, uh, I don't want you know the doorways aren't big enough for my head to get through around here. Uh, okay, um, but but I'm I'm going to brag on you for a minute. So uh, Samaritan Health Services has a magazine uh, called Heart to Heart. And if you're watching on YouTube here, you can see there's his mug right there. He's got a, he's got a chicken in there. And uh, anyway, um, this is this is Anthony's story in here. They did a really good write up on you. Yeah, uh, Lebanon resident sets life goals and perseveres. And boy, if if there's one word in there, and that's perseveres, because you have persevered through what a lot of people would have just said, heck with it. Heck with this. I'm just going to keep using. I'm going to keep drinking. You know, what the heck? And and you push forward. Even They even erected they erected a billboard. Well, it's on the coast, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's out at Newport as you're going, um, yeah, as you're going, as you're, as you're about to cross the bridge. It's right, right before the Dutch Bros. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably because with egos like most alcoholics, it's probably a good thing your billboard is not in the town you live in. Right. So, so you don't have to look at it every day and go, hmm. <laughs> That's me. But you know what, though? All kidding aside, what an honor, you know, to literally be the poster child for such a success story, right. brother. I, I'm just, I'm so stinking proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, and I mean, um, it, it says a lot for for your character. And, and you know, you you take most addicts and alcoholics and you, you remove the substances and you get some basic life skills put back in the person. And then and then as they develop a relationship with their creator, you have some of the most talented, loving, gifted right. people of integrity, really, right. uh, in the world. But it's been clouded over by all this junk, right? Yeah. So let me ask you, with, with, the, with the article, with the billboard, and all that kind of stuff, I mean, have you run into some naysayers? Have there been some people that I, have criticized yeah, yeah. you? Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names. No, no, of course th- not. There are, there are people who, uh, who I, in my addiction, mm-hmm. have hurt. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that'll be an amends. Uh, that'll be a, you know, a, sure. la- a later on when God presents the time that's appropriate for me right. to do so, I will make that amends. Um, that it seems like my past from Albany has followed me to where I live in Lebanon, mm. which is interesting. Um, anyways, that, uh, that know me from before mm-hmm. and, uh, as, uh, that, but that man is dead. Mm-hmm. That man is dead and gone. You know, yeah, you didn't improve the old man. No, you, you, no. you got to build a brand new one. I'm, I'm, I'm a new creation. Right. And, uh, you know, so, um, I, <laughs> all right. Uh, so I used to, <laughs> when I walked mm-hmm. before, when I, before I had my surgeries and everything, I, I walked and I kind of looked, I was very skinny and I looked like an orange on a toothpick almost. And you look like somebody that was living with cerebral palsy. Right, right. right? And and right. and and I had a group of people. They called themselves my friends. They weren't my friends. They uh-huh. were acquaintances. Sure. But I didn't have any real friends, so I got the nickname Bobblehead. Mm. And it was it was just oh, I don't know, a couple years back and I'm living in 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 Lebanon there and somebody runs into me that knew me from before and they call me Bobblehead. And I ignore them. And he goes, well, that's mean. You, you know, I, you're not even going to say hi. And I turn around and I go, my name's Anthony. Nice to meet you. Mm. And and he shakes my hand. He goes, bobblehead. And I'm like, no, my name's Anthony. I don't know who you speak of. It's bobblehead. And I shake his, oh, it was in the park. It oh. was at a recovery event in the park here in Monteith. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, because, you know. A lot, the, a lot of active addicts and alcoholics show up at that. Well, I, I did. Yeah, I did. You yeah. know, when I was using and stuff, that was, you know, because sure. you can camp down by the river and they have food. Yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and he was like, oh, and, and so I get that reaction sometimes. Oh, really? And for me, that's an opportunity if they were like, okay, so how'd you do it? That's mm. an opportunity for, for me to share how a little bit of my experience, mm-hmm. strength and hope. Mm-hmm. And, and I get two results when I tell them, you know, hey, I don't use anymore. I don't drink anymore. It's either how or oh. You know, and they, right. like, I don't want nothing to yeah. do with you then. Yeah. It's, and and I used to be that person, though. If if you sure. if you don't have what I want, right. then I have nothing for then you. Be gone. Right. Then, yeah. then yeah, kick, kick rocks. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, what I... <sighs> is, is this part of the reason why you stopped... Uh, being referred to as Tony, and, uh, and, and you wanted to be referred to as Anthony. You know, I I for a while there, I was like, "Don't call me Tony. Don't call me Tony." I remember that. Um, mm. Now I don't care. You can call me Anthony. Call me Tony. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Tony thing was more because nobody that knew me while I was using knew knew my real name. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is about being homeless or being a drug addict that you, you, it's like you always take on this new persona mm-hmm. or at least for me, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll speak for myself that I did because mm-hmm. I didn't like who I was. Mm-hmm. So I tried to create something else. And, uh, but no, uh, the, the Tony part, uh, I just, as a kid and I, I've worked through some of this yeah. as a kid, it was always Tony, 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 you know, getting yelled at. You know, and and Tony kept me that little boy. My uh, my name, my yeah. my my legal name is Anthony. Right. And but but Tony's fine. You know, Anthony's are Tony's, right? And Tony's are Anthony's. And so for the longest time, I struggled with that. But lately, just in like the last year or so, I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. I'm Tony. Whatever. Yeah, but just I, don't call me late for a meal. If you're eating, I want to be there. Yeah, but, I hear you. You know. So I, but I gotta say though. Because I knew you as Tony for right. most, you know, before you got well. Yeah, right. Um, and you told me that, you know, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Because it, it reminded me of many of the name changes in the Bible. Right, okay. Right? Yeah. You have a new identity now. Yeah. And Anthony is is much more mature. Right, right. You know, it, it sounds really good on you. Ah. Really, it does. Um. I love it. I I think it's I think it's a great way because we all have an identity and, and that right. kind of thing. And 
But it is also good, though, now that it, it isn't one of those things that is going to cause you a resentment if somebody no. calls you Tony. Uh, yeah, so... No, I don't even get a resentment now because there, there are people that I still run into from my past who right. still re- still insist on calling me bobblehead. I don't even get a resentment about that because... Yeah. You know, they don't, it is what it they, is. They don't know. Right? They don't know. Yeah. And and I'll I'll explain it to them. And then if they continue, then I just turn and walk away and say, you know, have a nice day. So we're almost out of time. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, you're gonna, we're gonna be having you on a lot. So uh, now that you're one of our co-hosts, but uh, you 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 have a a twelve step fellowship that you belong to. Yep. You have a sponsor. Yep. Uh, you've learned how to apply and implement the 12 step process or what Bill Wilson before New York got a hold of it called the directions. Yeah. Didn't even call them the steps. Right. Um, and you, you, you've done that. You do that. I'm sure you don't do it perfectly like Denver and I do. Oh, of course not. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we do it so, so perfectly. I don't have a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I mean, it has been a journey for you. Um, what, what is your, I'm going to, I'm going to copy what my, one, one of our other broadcasters that we now have on our, on Take 12 Recovery Radio is Dr. Rob Kelly, the addiction doctor. And one of the things he asks of his guests on his show is, what was your worst day and what was what is your best day? So I'm going to ask you, what was your worst day? My worst day. Hmm. There's a lot of bad ones. I wish this would have been the time I woke up and uh decided to quit but mm-hmm. uh i was on I, there, I always knew that if i went back to my mom's house mm-hmm. that i at least could get fed and have a place to sleep mm-hmm. and i remember going back and i was in and out of uh consciousness yeah. coming down and i remember it was either my little brother or my little sister and i heard them say is he dead oh wow and I, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to like even roll over and say I'm alive. Mm. But like it, it broke my heart. Wow, you know, uh, and, 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 and you know both of them. Yeah, and so you know, it's just like, like a kick, kick, kick in the gut, you know. And I'm like, okay, I, something's got to change. And so that's when. That's when I, there was a little bit in there, you yeah. know, like, okay, I have to do something different. Yeah. And then my best day, there's a, and, and, and it, it's not a sobriety birthday or anything like mm-hmm. that, really. Uh, there was a, 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 at my, my old home group that has since dissolved, uh, one of my first meetings that I went to in that room, I walked in and I hadn't hadn't bathed in days. Mm-hmm. I was I was gross, and uh, there's this little old lady there, and she goes, oh, "We've been waiting, we've been waiting for you." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> you don't know? I've never met you in my life, lady. You know? Wow. Are you crazy?" And she goes, "Your seat's right here," and she sat me right next to her. And she held my hand during that first meeting. And then she gave me a hug after that meeting. And I don't know what it was about about that, but I wanted more of that. And so wow. I, I, I went back. Yeah. And for a, a long time, it seemed like a long time, maybe it was only just a couple of months, that lady would do the same things. And I would always try and get a seat next to her. Hmm. And she didn't, you know, she didn't spout, you know, everything out of the book or nothing. She just loved. Mm-hmm. She loved me because... Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to love myself. Mm. I was stinky. I was, you know, smelled like cigarettes and BO and Yeah. Wow. She just uh that that right there. That's, that's a good that, day, that, that man. That's stuck. That's nice. And she since she's since passed, but yeah. you know, if if there's a if there's a an, an extra credit in heaven for for yeah. uh, for doing something good, she got like wow. five stars that day. What a great memory to have. That's awesome. Heck yeah. 
Powerful. Denver, you got any questions for this young man? No, I got no questions. Uh, you have an amazing story. Ah, thank you. You really it's do. It's not you mine. Were, it's it's God's story. Yeah. Amen. He just loaned it to me. You're you're a miracle, <laughs> but you're doing the work yourself. Thank too. you. Thank you. So wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. It was good to hear that. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to many shows with you. Uh, it's going to be good. So uh, next week, before I introduce our closing song, next week, um, wave. Wave, Denver. Wave, <laughs> wave bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. Uh, ne- next week, uh, the topic is going to be out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is Ooh. coming out of your mouth? Uh, it's something to think about. <laughs> it's a sharp uh, tongue sometimes. Y- yeah. So we're going to be looking at some recovery literature uh, about that and uh, maybe some other things. And, and maybe we'll tell on ourselves a little bit, too. Mm. Um, we do like to have fun with the weekly wine. Uh, you know, it's part of not taking, you know, yourself or life you know, too seriously that you can't whine about something in jest. Right. I will go back to Big Town Hero. Because their bread is really, really good. Yeah. Um, when they have when bread. When they have it. Yeah, when they have it. <laughs> oh, my god! Don't forget the meat. Don't forget the meat. Uh, Anthony, thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, and, and welcome aboard. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. Looking this, forward to contributing and uh, to, to back and forth. This is yeah. This has been awesome. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Uh, we have had many co-hosts on this show. I was looking on, if you go to take12radio.com and, and at the very top you click on the link that says partners, there's a list there. It's quite lengthy of the people that have contributed over the last 16 years to Take 12 Recovery Radio. It also has a list of all of our former co-hosts and current co-hosts. There has been a lot of people. Um it takes a lot of people to do something like this. You know, I had somebody the other day say, man, I can't believe it. You're just one guy and you do this whole thing. And no, 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 no. You just, uh, you don't do this just one guy. Uh, and you certainly don't do it without a power greater than yourself. I'll tell you that. Uh, Hillary Roberts, who is a recovery recording artist, has our closing song. Uh, it's entitled Reach Out. And let me tell you about this song. It's about that. It's about what Anthony's doing now, what Denver does, what we do here at Take 12 Recovery Radio, and what thousands of people do in uh, the wonderful fellowships uh, that are surrounded around the 12 principles, the 12 steps, uh, in, in reaching out to people that really they just need to know that somebody gives a rip. Right, right Anthony? Um, they don't need to be lectured. They don't need to be beat over the head. They just need to have somebody maybe in their life say, we've been waiting for you. Right. Have a seat. So here's Hillary Roberts with her song, Reach Out. She wakes up every morning Going through the same routine Coffee and her nicotine In her eyes there's a story Broken home that she's been through Left alone for someone new And she's in need Of a hand that won't let go A love that she can see And you, you can be The beginning of a change All she wants is to believe Reach out
they can see And we, we can be The beginning of a change All they want is to believe Reach out and her song, Reach Out. The recovery recording artist Hillary Roberts can be found at her website, hillaryroberts.com. Hey, a very special welcome to our good friend, my godson, and brand new co-host, Anthony P., as he joins the Take 12 Recovery radio family here at KHLT Recovery Broadcasting and take12radio.com on your internet dial. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with all of us here at Take 12 Recovery Radio, and we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. This is a place.